0: Howdy, everybody. We are back and better than ever. Last week, we hope that you enjoyed our first installment of, you know, the beginning of the history of Disney Toon Studios and the first half of movies that some were fantastic and maybe the best thing ever, while others were a complete dumpster fire. And if you thought that was going to change, well, by golly, we have round two coming at you for more dumpster fires and more hidden gems. Uh, Along with that, we're going to do our Banter Movie Club synopsis. See you on the other side of the intro.
1: We are back again for you. Episode 24 is here. Can you believe people are still listening to us? I mean... Are they? Yes, they are. According, Thank you. according to our data, you're yeah. still there. You're still here, and we're still here as well. We haven't left this room since we since episode one.
0: Yeah, we physically haven't left, actually. Yeah, yeah. we've just stayed here in our seats. It's Perry been kind and of Perry, sweaty. Perry completely works from home, and I now do online school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And that's
1: for you. We it think is. about nothing other than Disney and fine dining. Okay. Fine dining. That was a Spongebob reference. Oh, is it really? Wes, did you not know that Spongebob reference? Listen, I love Spongebob.
0: I know all the important references, but I definitely am not the most acclaimed Spongebob trivia person.
1: Fair enough. Jacob Riggs out there, friend of the podcast. He was on one of the episodes and he got that. Oh, he is obsessed. Except he understood that.
0: the other day, uh, the gang was all watching the second SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Oh, it's so bad! And he fell asleep during it. Good for him. So, I'm no, actually okay no, with that. I think that's a fake fan. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It no, is. a
1: real fan is the one who likes that movie. Or a real a real fake You're right? A real fan. A real is fake though. fan is the one who likes that movie. A real fake fan is one who likes that movie but hasn't seen the first. <laughs> well, speaking of movies that are sequels and they are trash, what a transition! What a transition! We didn't even plan natural, that. all natural oh, uh, transitions. Uh, organic, um, one might organic. say. Organic. Uh, yes, we've got the second half of Disney Toon Studios catalog to go over with you today. Alex was so awesome to be with so us great. last week so nice. give us some of his knowledge and I like experience. I'd like to, th- on I'd like to think that we're friends now. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. best of friends. Probably pretty close. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. How many? Uh, real quick. Cool we went back. through 20. I count. We did went you count 20, we went, Yeah, Of course oh, I count. Good job, dude. We went through 24 of them. Wow. That, unplanned, that's half. That's That wasn't unplanned. Oh, we, that was planned we, for we you? We didn't plan that, Barry. Oh, that was half. Okay. Oh, cool. I guess I planned that. So we did go
0: through half of them. Yep. Yeah. And now we have, well, there's 47. So uh, whatever that's slightly
1: over, like 50 point. But it's 2%. like six of them are Tinkerbell. Correct. At the end. So we've only got like, we've got like what? Fifteen more, like, legitimately interesting ones. (laughs) I don't know if I would use the terms legitimately interesting, but... Maybe they're either legitimate or they're interesting. Or trash. I'm trash! (laughs) You're the devil! I watched (laughs) Toy Story 4 this morning. This morning? Yeah, on the plane. Oh, that's that's right. I flew back from Orlando, and boy, are my arms tired. That's why I make the jokes. (laughs) <laughs> in the future i'm sure i will insert a rim shot there but i did watch toy story 4 and that was awesome i had already seen it i don't know why i brought it up but uh hey weird story uh, about the plane ride this is totally oh, i in. i love weird stories especially in social settings west uh the plane ride there so uh, to orlando i got up at 4 30 um Ugh. because my my plane was at six Ugh. and On a thursday On a Thursday, yes. It was at 6 a.m. on a Thursday. Got on there. I was dying inside. Like, my (laughs) my brain was, like, I probably... If someone would have told me I would have sat in, like, other people's laps before finding my own seat, I would have totally believed them. But I don't think I did. I think I found my seat. No one filed a complaint. No one filed a complaint. I was just chilling there watching some cartoons, and as I normally do, the the stewardess came by. I was Delta Airlines. They brought by Starbucks coffee. Wow. You guys want coffee for free? So I got coffee, and then all of a sudden we started hitting some turbulence, some really bad turbulence. <laughs> so I get coffee, and the guy next was to me it in like a like a, gets coffee. Was it like a typical Starbucks travel it's cup? A, it's a, no, mm-hmm. it's a Starbucks cup. It's probably about it was probably about like an eight ounce, ten ounce cup. Okay, no lid, no, and they filled it up really close to the top. Did they do you dirty. So I have it sitting there. We're hitting some turbulence, and it's wobbling around, not spilling somehow magically. And then I'm like, all right, I'm getting the courage to take a drink, take a drink. And then all of a sudden, Boom. the plane drops like 20 feet, not that much, but the plane drops and the uh, coffee goes everywhere. No. It goes all over my phone, all over the ceiling of the plane, all over <laughs> my pants. Yeah. Uh, and, and before I could even look up, like literally I was looking around at all the spilled coffee and trying to drop my phone and literally look up and there's like, 50 napkins in my face it's like the it's like the stewardess knew it was coming or so wait a minute she was setting me up so you were hitting turbulence before this right yes was there not coffee already all over the place no it wasn't that bad but like in general i'm not getting coffee on a plane anymore was it how hot was it uh it didn't burn me thankfully like it wasn't hot enough to burn me but how much of your clothes were stained just around the crotch area convenient <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it was not fun um, oh. and then i literally took like the rest of the napkins that i didn't use cleaning it up because it wasn't all of the coffee it spilled like half of it mm-hmm. and i literally just held it on top of the cup like as a lid for the for like the next like 30 minutes until we were out of turbulence how long turbulence
0: did not last that oh, long it was bad it...
1: well we were going through that big storm so oh man yeah sucky <laughs> It wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> flight The flight back today was much smoother on Southwest, which, which I'm not a big Southwest guy. But, but now you're making plugs. Yeah. Sponsor us. Not a sponsor. Not sponsor, a sponsor us, Southwest.
0: <laughs> fly us to somewhere. Fly
1: us to Disney, and we'll do a podcast about Disney World, and we'll plug you in it. There you go. We'll give you royalties. But until then, guys don't fly Southwest until they sponsor us. Facts. You know what I've heard? So,
0: fun fact. Uh, Wes has never been on a plane. But what I have heard is to never step foot on an Allegiant plane. They're not great, Wes. Yeah, if you, I mean, they're, just they're heard, super cheap. Though. I've heard from well, I don't understand though, like what makes them bad.
1: Well, you would have to sit crisscross applesauce on the floor of the plane. Oh <laughs> no, that was a joke. <laughs> no, they're not that bad. I think they're super cheap. They you have to pay for any bags that are not a personal item. You don't okay. you don't get a carry on. Um, so if you hmm. if you're if you're checking like if you if you bring like a lot of people do if they're going on like a week trip you might have a backpack a, a carry-on bag and a checked bag if you are checking two bags i think it's like 25 and then extra 50 or something like that so you might be paying like 75 mm. for those two bags so they're making a little money on that um i don't think they have free snacks or anything like that which is not that big a deal on flights i don't really care they're super cheap though i think i paid like 110 for a flight to and from charleston hmm. last year so interesting yeah allegiance not not awful do do airplanes have outlets like normal
0: outlets no they do not that's unfortunate i was just thinking about like what i would do if i was ever on a plane the first thing that came to mind was bring my uh, throwback nintendo ds to play
1: pokemon on but if there's no outlet you could be a normal person and just download movies on your phone and watch them but what if there's no outlet what if my phone dies Charge it beforehand or bring one of those portable chargers.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I've always You should get me fast. one. No, thanks. Well, my birthday's coming up, so. Oh, that's true. Your birthday is April the 22nd. Oh, that's Earth Day, Perry. Really? Not my birthday. Don't tell, Wait, no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. April 15th. Perry, <laughs> April 14th. April thirteenth, <laughs> you're around the twenty second, aren't you? Yeah, extremely twenty third. Yes. Okay. Well, see, I I was close the first time. <laughs> so, Perry, uh, fabulous transition. Let's yeah, fake transition. All right, transi- transitionized. We've transitioned. That's be the correct. Reason. It has been transitized.
0: Okay. Back
1: um, to Disney Tune Studios. Wes, where were we at when we left off? We left off with two thousand, the year two thousand
0: four. We finished two thousand three, okay, and now we're at two thousand four with the Lion King one and a half.
1: Man, I feel like there's so much pressure on me now that Alex isn't here to have seen all these, and I have. I've seen not, but I've seen most. I've seen this one. Yeah, I've seen Lion King one and a half. Actually, probably as many, almost as many times as I've seen Lion King. Ironically, as a child, you like this one. We more? we owned uh, Lion King two. <laughs> Lion King one and a half, not <laughs> but not Lion King. We didn't own it. Uh, so I watched those two probably more often. This was also a favorite road trip well, watch of I think, ours. I think a lot of people just liked Lion King one and a half, didn't they? Yeah, it is very funny. Uh, I think this one partnered with like television animation too, maybe. But it's a really funny one. That it's Timon and Pumbaa being Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, it's they break the fourth wall all the time. Do they really? Oh yeah. Similar. It's probably the most similar movie to like. Emperor's New Groove,
0: uh, okay.
1: that Disney has put out there, and the, and the way it's made, it's like they're watching a a movie of themselves. Like they, they, st- well, it's it's that it's that movie from their perspective, right. right? Well, they start out in the movie in a movie theater watching Lion King. And they're like, oh. what if we watch it from our perspective? perspective? And Timon's like, oh, that's, I've got an idea. What, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. And takes the credit, of course, like as Timon does, but you know, there's funny like moments where the movie pauses and like Goofy and Donald walk into the theater or something like that. Like their shadows. And so there's that like fourth wall breaking element or like a movie inside of a movie kind of thing. And it's pretty funny. Love that. It's pretty funny. Uh, Nathan Lane's back for his role as Timon. Uh, Matthew Matthew Broderick Broderick is back Whoopi's back Oh my gosh, there's a great line Wait, 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 wait Hold on a second Uh, Timon, what are you doing? Shenzi Marie Predatora Valdetta Jacqueline Hyena Would you do me the honor of Becoming
0: my bride
1: I don't think so
0: Shenzi Marie, please. I know what you're thinking. We're too different. It'll never work. What
1: will the children look like? Oh, that violates so many laws of nature. Listen to me. The problems of a couple of wacky kids like us don't amount to a hill of termites in this nutty circle of life thing. And so I ask you, if not now,
0: when, if not me? who? I'm lonely. <laughs> Can I be your best man? I say we skip the wedding and go straight to the buffet.
1: (laughs) Wow. Shenzi Marie Valdetta Predatora Jacquelina Hyena. (laughs) What'd you do me the honor of? Is that her real name? Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, honestly, I think one thing that makes this movie pretty good too is the animation looks pretty Pretty much the same, yeah. Pretty much spot on, accurate, or the same as the original Lion King. A lot of these sequels, really, you can tell the dip in animation quality. Yeah. But this one, yeah, had a little bit of a, a higher budget, maybe uh, about twenty million. Probably I'd expect, whereas some of them were probably as low as five or four, three million, something like that. But, do you like Do you like it more or less than Lion King two? I'd say more. Okay, I like it more than Lion King two, and I already did talk about Lion King two as being a solid watch. There's not really any heartstrings. Being tugged, which it's, sometimes it's a, it's a comedy. Which sometimes that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it is a comedy. They try to make you feel a little bit with like Timon being a, a cast out of his mm. of his people of his uh, meerkat folk. So there's that. But yeah, for the most part, it is a it is a comedy mm. and it is it's funny. It works. Alrighty. Next up, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, the Three
0: Musketeers. Um, I remember like seeing this was on TV but I always thought that looks dumb I'm not watching it. Mm. Was that a good
1: move? No. Oh. Surprisingly, I actually really like this. I'm going to read the uh this the synopsis here. Parisian Screw-up Urchins. Mickey, Donald and Goofy can bear they call it urch. They're just clumsy. Can barely keep out of trouble for a day, but since gallant gallant ma- musketeer saved Wait. That is not right. But since a gallant musketeer saved Mickey and gave him his plumed hat as a token, they may that they may one day join... The, this is a really bad synopsis. It's too big of words. I'm going to find a better one. Do you have one? Yeah, it says Mickey,
0: Donald, and Goofy are the French Three Musketeers. Oh, that's it? Does it follow the storyline of like the real Three Musketeers?
1: I don't know what the storyline is. I don't either. I'm okay. assuming it's fine. So basically, I'll just explain myself then. Because I actually really liked this one growing up. Basically, Mickey, Donald, Goofy are like... They are like janitors at this like French Three Musketeer Regiment place. Like Pete, of course, leads ah, them. He of leads course. them, indeed. And he has plans to kill <clears throat> Princess Minnie. How dare he? Do not worry. Uh, so Minnie, after a failed attempt to kill her, she wants to hire Musketeer bodyguards. Of course, Pete doesn't want to give her Musketeer bodyguards because they would probably kill him because mm-hmm. they're beasts. Uh, and. You never really get to see them do anything except for march around a little bit. Right. But then he's like, wait, what if I made Mickey Donald Goofy Musketeer bodyguards? They'd be easy. I'd mm-hmm. get a, you know, they wouldn't get in the way and whatever. So it's about that. They become... They become like fake musketeers almost, uh, like like they're big, they become musketeers and they think they're like legit, but it's really all fake. And then they deal with finding that out and and their own personal problems. Like Mickey is can constantly talked like picked at for being too small, Goofy for being too stupid, and Donald for being a coward and overcoming those problems. So it's mm, actually they, they sound like my life. It's really a fun Mickey cartoon. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. hi. Huh? Okay. Oh boy, you should watch this one.
0: Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, from one Mickey to another. <laughs> we see Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas also come out in two thousand four.
1: It's the first 3D animation, right? Yeah. This is the first one on Disney Tune that they really used it a lot uh as a fully CG film. Never really liked it, honestly. Yeah, I liked it. It the
0: the the one sentence IMDB Synopsis is a
1: sequel to Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Definitely not as good. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's a sequel uh, that is yeah not as good. I, I think the biggest problem I had was the the look of it. It's not good in like the CG no. is not good looking. No, it's not great. It doesn't it doesn't look good. It doesn't add to anything. It actually takes away. Yeah, probably. Same voice cast. Everybody's in it. Wayne Allwine is Mickey, obviously, and uh, Incoming. Rusty Taylor. Actually, wait, did you know that? Fun fact, Wayne Allwine, voice of Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse for a long time, was for a while uh, married, married to, to the voice of Minnie Mouse. Russie Taylor. That's Russie Taylor. wild. Yeah. Who would have thought? Isn't, isn't that interesting? So, how does he true p- love exists in Mickey cartoons. I find it amazing that he can keep that voice going, you know? Yeah. It's, a tough I feel one. Like it's, some- it's not as hard as Donald, though. People have blown out their oh. vocal cords trying to do Donald. You know what is also, I think, hilarious?
0: What? Daffy Duck and oh. Donald Duck are eerily similar
1: they are I love Daffy did someone
0: rip them off did one of them rip the other off I
1: don't know and then there's Darkwing Duck
0: as well yeah anyway Twice Upon a Christmas it's okay if it's on around Christmas time I might
1: not change the channel you know uh, I'm not gonna
0: make an effort to watch it but it's not bad
1: yeah I'm not gonna watch it Oh, uh, okay. I'm not gonna watch it at Christmas Sorry. I guess I'm just nicer I'm sticking with Once Upon a Christmas alrighty then Perry, what's our next one? I think it's close to our hearts. <sighs> yeah, this one is close to our hearts because we just talked to Tom about it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And move on to, really. Okay, so if I'm being honest, we talked about this. We gave it some hard time, or we gave it we gave it some crap. We gave it we trashed on a little bit. If I'm being honest, it's not one of the worst ones. I posted on our Instagram last week a question asking people their favorite and l- what is the best and worst of the Disney sequels. We had uh, Scott from Plainfield, Indiana, aka Two K, who has been (laughs) on the show. I was going to say why (laughs) he's been on the show. He said Mulan is his least favorite Mulan too. So I don't think this is nearly as bad as some of the ones we have previously Mm. talked about. Um, It's kind of fun, but it's got some issues. I mean, yeah, Eddie Murphy is not Mushu, correct? Correct. Eddie Murphy is not in it. It is Mark Mosley. So here's a quick synopsis for people who aren't educated in this matter. Fa Mulan, voiced by the same Ming wen gets the surprise of her young life when her love, Captain General or wait, no, now, now now a general. Okay, Captain now General Li Shang asks for her hand in marriage before the two can have their happily ever after. The emperor signs them a secret mission to escort three princesses to qui Gong, China. Mushu is determined to drive a wedge between the couple after he learns that he will lose his guardian job if Mulan marries into the Li family. After the princesses unexpectedly fall in love with the with the gang of three, which is uh, oh, like the ones that were in Mulan. Oh, I don't know any of their names. The three, the gang of three, is Yao Ling, and did I miss one? Oh, Chin Yeah, Yao Ling and Chin Po. Those are the three. So they help. They are from the original Mulan, and they help uh, transport these three princesses. Um, And, of course, the Emperor's orders are basically to take them to marry the princesses in Qui-Gong, but they fall in love with the three dudes. The three losers. Three soldiers, and they're like, oh, no, we don't want to marry people that we don't love. We want to be with these guys, and they're attacked by Mongolians, and the fate of China hangs in the balance. Why does the fate of China hang in the balance because of that? Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, The three princesses are voiced by Lucy Liu, Sandra Oh, and Lauren Tom. Those are actually real people. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, also uh the the emperor in m- both Mulan movies is Pat Moretti, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, yeah. Isn't Mr. Miyagi Japanese though? <laughs> Maybe. I'm 90% sure he is. Well, awkward. Either way, this isn't awful. It's kind of a it's it's another one of those really stereotypical stories. Have you seen it? Don't think so. I actually think we own it on VHS. Oh, I have it on DVD downstairs. I have but like, I don't like two in one pack. I don't know if I've watched it. I don't really think I need to. You probably don't, but eh. I think the thing is like it's very similar to. Uh, so in Lion King One and a Half, it shows how Timon and Pumbaa are trying to drive a wedge in between Simba and Nala because they love Simba because and, they want Simba to stay and not go home. Uh and so that's kind of similar. I mean, like it's not a super unique storyline, but it ain't bad. It does hurt that Mushu's not Eddie Murphy. Murphy. It's not great. If you're not interested, don't don't worry about watching it, but you yep. know, it's not the worst one here.
0: Yep. All right, Perry.
1: We once again back venture back into
0: The Hundred Acre Wood Hundred Acre Hood. <laughs> Sorry, that's where Two K used to live. The Hundred Acre Hood, uh, the Hundred Acre Wood for Pooh's Heffalump Movie in two thousand
1: five. Heffalumps and weasels. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I did not. Was this a theatrical
0: release or just? It was. I was gonna say it was it theatrical. Like
1: it got. It made uh, eighteen million on a twenty million dollar budget. It's it's got, it's got a sixty four on not good. Got a sixty four on Metascore. That's about what I would expect. They're pretty lenient. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen it, uh to be honest. What what was didn't Pooh have like an obsession with Heffalumps? He did. Heffalumps are in the first movie a little bit, I think. They talk about heffalumps and woozles. But now, Have you ever
0: sat back and thought just about how
1: outrageous Pooh is? Um, no. I tend to not dwell on Pooh very long. It kind of just is um I take it in and it comes out, you know? I like whenever I think of
0: Pooh, he just like he does whatever he wants and I feel like he could be in grave danger, but he also overreacts to every single thing that happens. Mm. You know what I mean? For example, like Heffalumps. <laughs> sure. I'm not a
1: Pooh fan. <laughs> you know, I think Pooh can come in many different shapes and sizes. Oh, and <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, and did, no, I'm kidding. Okay. This Heffalump movie is not one of the better ones. Pooh is a weird universe. You know, how many times are we going to say poo today? Poo, 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 poo. poo. Free, 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 free. I don't know. I, I have nothing else really to say about this one. No, nah, not really me either. It's just, it's just Winnie the Pooh, man. Winnie the Pooh. I mean, it is what you, th- they are what you thought they were. So, next. A prequel. <gasps> Tarzan 2. Little Tarzan. So what it should be is Tarzan point .5. Ah, nice. Actually, nice. I guess it's more like Tarzan one point one point two, because the beginning of Tarzan, he's like an infant. And this takes place, he's like oh, so a I little guess, boy.
0: So, in all technicality, it's a mid-quill. Yeah, so
1: this is Tarzan 1.25. Interesting. One and a quarter. Yeah, the tale of Tarzan's misadventures as a boy as he searches for his true identity and meaning family. Is this a segmented one, Wes? Does this have a bunch of different shorts, or?
0: I do see... One thing I do not see Glenn Close is back, but I do not see Rosie. I do not see Rosie, and that I'm a big Rosie guy. Uh huh, big Rosie
1: guy. Are you? Yeah, and I'm sad that she's not in that. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen this one either. Rough. That's two in a row. I kind of thought you would have. I don't think I have. I don't think I. But the next one, I definitely have. Oh, I love them. Definitely. So
0: sorry if you love Tarzan 2 because we're not going to talk about it because we don't know anything. But Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch has a glitch. Stitch has a glitch. I this really like this song. one. This is solid.
1: This is solid. Did this was this straight to DVD or was it yeah. um
0: or was it on Disney Channel? I thought it came out on Disney Channel.
1: I don't know. I think this I mean it probably at this point you're probably going straight to DVD and going Disney Channel. But I don't oh, this was okay. not a this was not a Disney Channel original movie. No, 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 no. All of these movies were by Disney Tune Studio, which right. is intended for DVD release, they do have Disney Television Animation, which makes most of their Disney Channel original movies. So, yeah, this one's actually solid. Like, it's not—it's it. not anything phenomenal. It's got its kind of issues, but it takes place between Lilo and Stitch, the original, mm-hmm. and the movie um, that ends the series. The Stitch Leland and Stitch the series yeah. has a mo- ending movie, basically. It uh, the synopsis says finds a rowdy extraterrestrial finds the rowdy extraterrestrial getting used to life with his new ohana ohana, ohana means family. Family. family family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten <clears throat> however a malfunction in the ultimate creation of Dr. Jumba soon emerges which reinstates his destructive programming and threatens to join ruin. to ruin I don't know where I got join out of that his friendship with Lilo and to short him out for good. Yeah, so the story, that didn't do a great job. He's basically, his battery, he's running on batteries essentially. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of running low and he's gonna, so when he's running out of battery, he like starts going back to his his instincts of being bad. And destructive. And destructive, yeah. So then he like leaves. He, he attempts to run away to protect her, um, but Jumba... Is like trying to save him the Mm -hmm. whole time. And so it's really, it's really pretty, pretty heartwarming. It looks decent. Like Lilo and Stitch is a pretty simply animated movie. So it was pretty simple for them to make a sequel that looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I love the characters. David is always a a go to for me. You should just, you should just date me. I think. Uh, How can I make this up for you? Oh, it's okay. You can just date date me and we'll call it even.
0: (laughs) I think also they did a very good job of this came out in 2005. And Lilo and Stitch came out in what, 2002?
1: One, I believe two, two thousand two, and fact check. Then they did Lilo and Stitch the series. They also have one more that was Disney Television Animation called Leroy and Stitch. You know that one? No, is that? Wait, it's another cousin named Leroy. Uh, yes. So that one, yeah, that one was a t- that one might have been the, the one on Disney Channel. All right, so yeah, Lilo and Stitch, two thousand two, and then they did the series. Wait, wait for it, wait for it. So Leroy and Stitch was the year immediately after two thousand six. By television animation, I believe. Um, and this was also not bad, but we're not gonna talk about it since it's not in our
0: right thing. But they did a good it was placed well, you know, it wasn't irrelevant, it was very much we were all loving Lilo and Stitch in two thousand five. Uh-huh. So good job.
1: Good job. Good job. Yeah, that one's solid. It was a gem. I mean the voice of uh Lilo's different, but what are you gonna do? But it's Dakota Fanning. It is Dakota Fanning, but it like, was like a child. Phenom. And also Dakota Fanning, if I am not mistaken, is the voice of May in the English dub of T- My Neighbor Totoro. Let me double check that. A what My Neighbor Totoro? Dude, you need to. I need to get you on some of these Studio Ghibli movies, dude. Although Totoro is one of the ones I don't love, <laughs> but it's 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 honestly a favorite of most. Like this one is one that people love, but it's kind of a cute kids movie. Yeah, Dakota and Ellie there Fanning. Yeah. So she is Satsuki actually. May is the younger sister. Next up, we're back in the Hundred Acre Wood with a Halloween movie.
0: Pooh's Heffalump Halloween. Can't say I've seen it. Can't, can't say I care.
1: Can't say I care. Yeah. I mean, why 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 couple up the last Pooh movie which was also a Pooh movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> which was the Heffalump movie and that one lost money, and then they followed up with, "They're like, all right, well, Heffalump movie didn't work. What if we put Heffalump in Halloween?"
0: Yeah, that didn't really. I wonder work if they are thinking. You know, we've done like three Pooh
1: Christmas movies. Let's do a Halloween one. <laughs> yeah, I hate to I hate to trash too hard on these because, like, you know, Alex made a good point last week. It keeps animator animated. Uh, voice actors, these voice actors, like Jim Cummings and. Is in all of them. So yeah. many of these. David Ogden in a lot of these too. He was just in Stitch as um, mm. Jumba, I believe. Yeah, I mean Peter Cullen as Eeyore. like. It keeps all these these voice actors paid, and you know, if you don't make all these Winnie the Pooh movies for jim cummings to use his vocal talents on Pooh and on uh right. tigger then right. maybe he leaves and does more work with other studios but the you know he's the kind of voice talent you want pretty much working on call for disney yeah i mean if you can keep him snagged why not yeah so do appreciate the these movies for that but that one is probably one of the worst ones yeah. it is truly a Pooh movie you just you just love that that pun don't you? how many times can we say Pooh today uh, this
0: next one's not poo though. I want someone to DM us after they listen to this episode and tell us and count how many times you said poo. Please count. Yeah. All right. Next one, Perry Kronk's new groove. I know you're a fan. I am a fan. Who isn't? I haven't seen it. What? I know it's it's one of my greatest shortcomings.
1: Is All right, the go. Fact that I haven't seen this. Literally, literally, go watch it tonight. It's hour fifteen. It is so funny. Don't you love Kronk? I do love Kronk. Everybody loves Kronk. I also love Isma. To be honest. Yeah, so it's this is way less of a like well written movie than Emperor's New Groove*. Like Emperor's New Groove* has a legitimate like story arc. Is John Goodman in this again? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. Patrick Warburton, John Goodman, Cusco, is still David Spade, even though he's not in it nearly as much. Or the Kit it? as Yzma, she's in it a little bit. Jeff Bennett. He's in a lot of these. Yeah, he is. John Mahoney. So, yeah, it's essentially a story of Kronk's, I don't know if it's, I forget if it takes place before or after Emperor's New Groove. I think it's after, but... I think it's after. So he's like trying to impress his dad. It's kind of a a flashback. Mm -hmm. Most of the movie is he's at the restaurant and talking about his dad's coming Mm -hmm. and he wants to impress him and then he talks about, you know, his time at this like camp where he met a a girl and I think that's one of the big things behind like his dad wants him to like be married and have you know Mm. have a wife so that's one thing he thinks his dad will be disappointed with him about and so he talks about the one time he almost met the woman of his dreams and so this girl uh, voiced by Tracy Ullman, Ms. Birdwell who was a fellow um, they were both like counselors for the like junior chipmunks you know squeak squeaker squeak squeak oh, uh, squeaker uh, squeaky squeak. squeaking yeah so they, that's a lot of the stories like that and his relationship with the kids and he's just really funny and it ends with uh, the song um, uh, Let's Groove by Earth, Wind & Fire Okay. Literally, it closes on that song, so that's pretty awesome. Alrighty then. Yeah, it's funny. Who lo- who doesn't love Kronk? I mean, it's not, yeah. Just just watch it for Kronk. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Oh, Gosh. my spinach puffs.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I've got a friend, Ferry, from camp this summer who can do what well, we talked about, this. the Kronk voice to a T. We've talked about this on the show. Oh. <laughs> well, it's perfect. All right. <laughs> All right. Next up on the roster, we have Bambi. 2 yeah bambi and the great prince of the forest um this is
1: this sequel came very late (laughs) yeah many years later yeah i like how you said bambi and the great prince of the forest because that was its original name which is kind of i kind of like it honestly yeah and then they're like never mind we're just gonna call it bambi 2 that's so it was never released with bambi and the great (laughs) at least they use roman numerals and not the number two yeah, Bambi, I, 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 Bambi, I,
0: I, I, I. Uh. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Babu Frick, oh gosh, <laughs> Bryce Skywalker, um, can't say I've seen this once
1: again, can't say I care, I'm with you on that, yeah, I am so se- with you, have you seen it? I have not, it's Patrick got Patrick Stewart. Stewart, all right, I mean, so just looking at some of the uh, the, the stills here, like it looks like. An updated version, yeah, very updated. I mean, like the first one came out in 1940s, so it's gonna look drastically different. It's gonna sound drastically different because none of the, you're not gonna have any same voices, obviously, because right. they're all probably dead. And I don't know. I just Bambi in general is like one of my most, let's say, debatable is rankings on, on I ne- my rankings. I think I have it like 45. <laughs> I never wanted to watch Bambi when I was a kid because
0: I knew his mom died. True, and I was like, I'm not doing that even as a kid like my mom told me that happened i'm like I'm not watching it then
1: and i hear they're working on a Bambi t- remake for disney plus so live yeah. action yeah mm-hmm. oh really yeah just in case you want to watch bambi's mom get shot again but fun fact the hunter is the only disney movie antagonist that has never seen on screen Learned that in disney trivia night a couple weeks ago interesting yeah okay Cobains. Cool Baines. All right, moving on. I did watch this next one recently. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brother Bear 2. Perry and I love Brother Bear. We do love Brother Bear. We love Kenai.
0: We love Koda. Perry, I haven't... I might have seen Brother Bear 2, but I cannot confirm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Brother Bear 2. Well... This is kind yeah, of... I love this. Kenai, still a bear. <laughs> this is kind of a train wreck. Yeah, I'm going to read this uh, synopsis for you guys so you can get an idea of why this is kind of a wreck. Kenai, still a bear, and Coda strongly believe that they do not need any girl, just each other. Sounds like our friends. Kenai dreams of Nita, not like... Sexually, but... <laughs> okay. Kenai dreams of Nita, not in any, any weird way. <laughs> Does okay. he, like, like daydreaming or, like, sleep dreaming? He just, like, remembers her. A, a girl gotcha, he met gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha. saved when he was very young. Oh, noble. After giving her an amulet and promising that they'd be friends forever, Nita leaves for her home and Kenai never sees her again. When we then see Nita, now grown up, beautiful and preparing For her wedding, Mm, so hang on. Are we gonna break up that wedding?
0: Is that our goal? Is our goal to drive a wedge through
1: another relationship? (laughs) Yeah, but remember they're in like Alaska, and these are like arranged weddings. You know, follow your heart, gotta be true to your heart. What are you singing? That's from Mulan, I think. True to your heart, true to your heart. I don't know. (laughs) However, the ancestors are not pleased as Nita is already tied to Kenai. I guess. Through, through the amulet thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're tied through this amulet thing. So this, this boy <laughs> proposed it without knowing it at age like 10. And then, he took, and then he
0: got turned into a bear. And
1: then he got turned into a bear. Is so she you, not allowed out of that since he's now a change. bear? Okay, well, we just wait. It gets better. The only way for Nina to break their bond and to be happily married is to journey to the very place where Kenai gave her the amulet and burn it together. So oh, got oh. little Lord of the Rings elements here. <laughs> the only way to be free from this amulet is to burn <laughs> it in the in the eye uh, the whatever the forbidden Koda uh, cannot way. help
0: but feel worried that Kenai might abandon him altogether for Nita. So Yep. Well, so Nita. then
1: Coda tries to break them up, similar to like the last couple that we've talked about. Will Nita break the bond she shares with Kenai and marry another? Will Coda be abandoned by his big brother? Tune in Sunday, 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 and find out. Only on CBS. Not a sponsor. I'm... S- yeah, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I wrote as a note underneath this. I said, why make sequels to movies that people don't like? Now, we like it. 37% mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, though, says otherwise. It's like the one of the worst. Which uh, is just wrong. It's yeah, just that wrong. is That is extremely wrong. But this sequel is not good. Patrick Dempsey voices Kenai. That's big. Mandy Moore's uh, Nita. Mandy Moore's Nita. Jeremy Suarez's Coda. Yeah, I mean... Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. He's a couple random dudes in it. Wanda you? Sykes. Yeah, I know. Wendy Malick I know. Um, Emperor's New Group, She's Chicha.
0: Said. Is that the mom?
1: Yeah. She's Chicha from Emperor's New Group. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Well, plug. We love Brother Bear. Go watch it.
0: You don't have to do this one. Don't watch Brother Bear 2. It's, it's painfully bad. Yeah. All right, Perry. Uh, Fox and the Hound 2. I've never seen Fox and the Hound. Another midquel, Wes. Yeah, it's another mid... I don't know what the deal is with these midquels. I think they...
1: Trying to pump out content. I and- think it
0: was kind of a thing... I think they were just thinking, hmm, I can't think of a real
1: storyline, so let's just put a, sto- a small storyline within our old storyline. Well, pretty much all these are like... Like, the last four we've talked about were all in, like, a 12-month span. Like, Kronk's New Groove, Bambi, Brother Bear, and now Fox and the Hound too. Yeah. So. I actually, as a kid... Loved Fox and the Hound, and then
0: I didn't. I watch was always it. I was always afraid one I was always afraid one of them was gonna die, so I never watched it.
1: Oh yeah, well, I remember loving that like friendship story, mm-hmm. and then when I then I didn't watch it for like ten years and watched it again like last year, and I was like, wow, this is actually not very good. Oh ouch! Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty boring when you watch it as an old fart, as I say it at twenty three years old. But uh, some good voice actors. Um, their friendship is tested once again. Reba McIntyre is Dixie, so you, I, you love Reba. love Reba, and she sings, she sings in the movie. Then. Yeah, she does. Wait. They're part of like a singing group. Oh, let me let me look her up. I'm gonna have to actually do this then. Yeah, you may you may like it. I don't know, but you haven't seen the first one. Will the first
0: one make me sad. No,
1: does their friendship break up? Um, yes, but then that's not how it ends. Okay, so maybe I can't watch it. Yeah, Jim Cummings, um, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Watch wow. It. Dixie, Patrick Swayze, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> they have some voice casts. I don't think I've I i do not know if I've seen this, honestly.
0: Maybe we should watch it.
1: Todd and Copper are drawn toward a local carnival. Among these attractions a group of singing dogs oh, so. who hope to one day make it to the, the Grand Opry. Opry Are you just reading like the ends of these sentences that I'm along with I you? I can from now on Okay. Along the way, Todd and Copper's friendship is tested as they spend so, so much, much time, time away. together. <laughs> so They're away from each other. <laughs> Hopefully they'll make amends before facing this challenge and Winnie the Pooh. Oh uh, I thought you were gonna <laughs> I was paying attention. I thought you were gonna gonna just go ahead and read the end no, I love this. this plot plot again. keywords shaking one's butt what? <laughs> okay. oh oh no, I get it that was that was like a dance move. I think I have seen this maybe like oh, shaking gosh. one's butt they like explain how to like dance and shake their tail or something. I don't know. anyway, Reba gets to sing. love Reba. love Reba. They put a lot of work into this because, and like, I don't think the Fox and the Hound was one of the like cherished old ones, though. So, kind of surprising. Well, wasn't eighty one? Wasn't that the Dark Dark Ages or something? So yeah, this is the Dark Age. I thought so. Yeah, so this is the Dark Age and the decline of Disney. This says that it goes all the way to nineteen eighty eight, but as as Alex was saying, he would argue that the Who Framed Roger Rabbit actually begun the Renaissance mm. period, which is also the birth of the millennials. Dang it! Yeah, we all we are both sort of millennial. We're right on the border, but I'd call myself a
0: millennial. I would call myself Gen Z, just so I don't have to have the millennial tag. Oh, I'd rather be a millennial than Gen Z, honestly. Uh, whatever. All right, so we haven't seen mm-hmm. Fox and the Hound two, but I kind of want to watch it now. Do it. Let and me know. Maybe Perry will watch it with me. Maybe. All right, Perry. We are jumping snacks. we're jumping gone, snacks. we're jumping into 2007. Yeah. And Cinderella 3: A <laughs> Twist in Time.
1: Oh my gosh, I got I got I got to read this. All right. You guys ready for this? No. Cinderella no, I'm not, I'm 3. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. The, the, I'm not ready. Okay. Get ready. Go ahead. Da, 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 da. Now I'm ready. All right. So <laughs> I'm the one, I'm the leader I'm the one who says when it's the end it's the end oh, oh. I know the Aristocats oh I haven't seen the Aristocats bummer well anyway Cinderella 3 that, that uh, elegant princess Cinderella that we all know and love Who should have only had one movie. (laughs) Who should have had one movie. Lady Tremaine gets her hands on the fairy godmother's wand, then turns back time to the day Cinderella tried on the glass slipper. She enlarges the slipper (laughs) to fit one of the stepsisters, Anastasia, then erases Prince Charming's memories of meeting Cinderella. Now, Cinderella must... Foil Lady Tremaine's scheme and win back her. Prince. She gotta take back her man. It's
0: <gasps> uh, it's not even a plot I want to watch. Uh,
1: it's so <laughs> have painful. You seen it? Yes, <laughs> I have seen this. We had this on VHS. Um, my sister, or maybe we rented it from like the local library. But I definitely watched it with my older sister. She, I don't know if she liked it. I maybe liked it at the time. I was probably like. Ten. 10 But and I didn't know any better but it was real bad um, I, I was looking through some of these reviews A great twist on an original <laughs> some people are like actually like it um, I, one review said the one sequel that comes close to being as good as the original film <laughs> no, no. Like, there, there's so many 10s out of 10s that should not be here cute Give it a chance without prejudice is actually a great film. No, don't give it a chance without prejudice. Although I will say this was made by the Australian studio, which actually makes some decent animation. They actually oh were gosh. working a little bit harder, um, doing a little better animation than some of the other <laughs> studios. But oh man, yeah, there was a bunch of eight out of tens, and then some. I loved one, it. ones out of ten. So good, outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> ah, must see for the three to nine year old set. Now, that I could actually, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a must see, but at least he specified three to nine years old. Yeah, so this wait, wait, is. Wait, wait, short. I
0: was going to Best Disney Sequel.
1: Wow, I love this film. I cannot tell you how, how excited scene. I am when I got home to watch Cinderella 3 being, being 19. 19. <laughs> my friends think I am mad for being so <laughs> oh. obsessed. But it doesn't matter. You will love no matter how old. Then she she goes on and on and on. Um, and But go God. out and please watch by the film and will not disappoint like so many other Disney sequels. Sorry, Faye underscore Murphy Blonde, if you're she listening posted to this. that on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day of 20, 2007. Wait, this is like right... She posted that right after this came out then. Dang. All right. Um. Uh, glad we went back through that. And yeah, just looking at, looking at this artwork... It just looks so different. Like they just made it so weird. Weirdly magical and dark. Honestly, it is edgy. Like, yeah, it is we love some edge. A little bit of edge. Yeah. No. No. Alrighty then. Well, there.
0: next up, Disney Princess Enchanted Tales Follow Your Dreams.
1: Me to your heart.
0: Uh, looks like it's Jasmine and Princess Aurora. Yeah, I and they have seen short these. and they have short
1: stories. I haven't seen these, but I'm pulling it up right now. Five point one IMDb. It's only fifty six minutes, so maybe you can digest it. Uh, that's, um, that's basically just like two half hour shows. Oh my gosh, look at that animation! What? That's so bad. That looks like like a computer game. Holy cow! Maybe it's just your screen. Uh, maybe. Might just be the thumbnails. Oh yeah, that's not that bad. This isn't one we need to talk about and Disney probably wishes they didn't do it at this point. But I bet you parents bought it. Some parents probably bought it. Cory Burton, King Stefan. He's a, he's a good uh, Jeff Bennett as usual in it. Uh Rusty Taylor. We just said that's the voice of Minnie. She also plays she's been, Fauna. She's been in a lot of these. Tress McNeil, she plays Merryweather. Linda Larkin. Linda Larkin. She's still there. She's there as Jasmine. Jim yeah. Cummings as additional voices. That's a weird name. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried was back as Iago, so okay. Well, moving on, moving on. Another, another one under the sea. The Little Mermaid, Ariel's beginning. This is a prequel. I have not seen it. Me either. Do we have a Do we have a synopsis, Wes? Yeah. After
0: a terrible tragedy in King Triton's once has once happy undersea kingdom of Atlantica, the dejected ruler decrees that all music. Be banned from his realm. How unfortunate for Ariel.
1: I feel like I've heard this <laughs> before. Almost a,
0: almost a decade later, Princess Ariel, the most rebellious of Triton's seven charming daughters, who still cannot understand why her father's against Melody, sneaks out one night, only to discover an illegal speakeasy brimming, brimming with music. <laughs> Excited Ariel once more, however, with a headstrong father and a vigilant nanny. She has her work cut out for her. Can Ariel, the little mer, can Ariel, comma the Little Mermaid, comma restore credits and restore <laughs> happiness and harmony to Atlantica?
1: Oh dear. Oh gosh! Wow. Is this canon? I don't. Know. I love how it says understand why her father is against Melody, and then at the end because Melody a- is her eventual daughter's name, so that's kind of funny. Get wrecked. <clears throat> um. But, yeah, so if this this must be canon, which is kind of funny that that's in her backstory. Coco is in her backstory, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's actually a Coco prequel. Your own, your own. It's actually a Coco prequel. It's a Coco prequel, yeah. Just pair these two together. Now, this is not, I have not seen it. I don't think it's probably any, I don't think it's worth your time. I feel like these are getting worse Uh as which we go. Which doesn't go. Help. It does not bode well to what is going to eventually happen to the studio, which is it is going to get shut down. All right, Perry. Um, I'm going to lump um,
0: six movies together here. Please do. And it is the uh, two different trilogies. (laughs) Not
1: really. It is the, what should we call it, the Tinkerbell saga? Uh, The Tinkers. The Tinkerbell movies. The Tinker Trashies. There's Uh, so many. Actually, I think... I think I bet Tinker Bell wasn't that bad. I honestly, I think kids loved these movies, like all of them. Well, they wouldn't have made that many, right? I well, I think they had like a seven movie deal, originally. Okay. Um, for really, yeah, I'm pretty sure they had a seven movie deal, and they didn't they didn't fulfill in the last one because of going under. But uh, yeah, I think kids, little girls, actually really like this one, and May Whitman is well, the star. Uh, okay. May Whitman is the voice of Tinker Bell. Well, rating Jesse McCartney. What? What? Hold on. Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure, which is the second one, has and, Jesse McCartney in and it. And Lucy Liu. You and your beautiful, beautiful soul, soul, I can't sing. Raven Simone. Simone.
0: Kristen Chenoweth. These are real people. Rob Paulson. Hey. Perry, do you know who Kristen Chenoweth is? Uh-uh. Oh, Perry. I'm sorry. She's Rosetta. She's Glinda. She's the good witch in Wicked, the original production oh, okay. of Wicked. okay. Gotcha. Cool. She's a real so star. She can really sing.
1: Yeah. Terrence, Jesse McCartney's Terrence. I hope he gets to sing in that movie. So all these, all of these got so rated you, decently. I've seen none of them. Among all the movies that we've looked at, they're rated higher than most of them. They are. They are. I've seen literally none of them.
0: I mean, the last one, Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast, has a 7.3. So it can't be that bad, right? Yeah.
1: Well, so the first Tinkerbell movie made about $50 million on an only $10 million budget.
0: It went into movies, right? I no, it no, no. Did. I
1: don't think it did. It looks like the series of six films made about five hundred million on about two hundred million total, so they they were successful. They did well. Uh, the seventh movie didn't get didn't get made, and John Lasseter produced uh, was the executive producer for all of them. So maybe that's why they were actually pretty good because he he kind of stepped in late in the life of Disney Toon to try to add his touch of genius a little bit.
0: All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I never wanted to watch them, but now I am slightly intrigued. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
1: they have uh, let's see, what are the titles? So we got Tinkerbell. Oh, I got it. I got you. Okay.
0: Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure, Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue. That one sounds bad.
1: Secret of the Way. Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure? Wait. Tinkerbell and the Treasure of the Lost Lamp? Question mark. <laughs> Tinkerbell
0: and the
1: Lost Ark? What uh, if they what if they put that together? <laughs> um,
0: we have just Secret of the Wings, which looks like um Frozen If They Were Fairies. <laughs> uh The Pirate Fairy. Okay. And then Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. Okay. So Which one was
1: the highest rated?
0: Legend of the Never Beast. The Se- most recent one. Secret Wings was seven point one. Two thousand
1: fourteen, okay. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda interested. I might watch one.
1: I won't watch those with you. But I said one. But I'd be interested to see what you think. Lastly, we have two movies that actually made a little a lot bit of money. Uh, yeah. I know that Alex was saying that he does not He's feel not great He's about probably these. Probably not a fan. Yeah. Well, let's talk about them. These are the spin-off spinoff movies of yeah. Cars, and they are the planes. planes. <laughs> I never watched them. You've never seen any of them?
0: No, because I remember looking. Either of them, I should say. Literally, see. when they came out, I was like, hmm, that looks like knockoff cars. <laughs> so I never watched it. A lot of people think planes is Pixar a lot of people it looks like
1: Pixar it looks like Pixar it's
0: it's a car spin-off though. say
1: um if you if you put aside the fact that it is like the most cop-out thing you could possibly make a movie about to make money you know like like we just made uh, we just made two movies about cars and made a ton of money and one of them was awful one of them was awful <laughs> Let's just make the same movie about planes. (laughs) Wait, they don't race, though, do they? They do race. You're lying. No, I'm serious. Dusty Crop Hopper is a little crop duster plane with a fear of heights and a crazy dream of being a racer. While his friends need convincing, Dusty gets the training he needs from Skipper, a veteran fighter, and... And qualifies for the Wings Across the World race. In the event, Dusty finds competitors who soon learn that there is something special about this underdog. And he has tested to his physical and emotional limits. In doing so, Dusty soon finds enemies and, more importantly, friends who are inspired by his dream. In the face of all the obstacles, the winner of this race will be anyone's guess. Bum 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 yeah does, no does he win he does win shocker spoiler it made some money two hundred two hundred thirty nine million. 239 million well i mean and they got a ton of merch out of that uh yeah i mean i don't know kids it went nuts didn't it they? wasn't nearly as much of as like cars but people were fooled like the people were fooled into thinking oh it's a sequel to cars, cars.
0: yay and they got a they got a tv series out john of that. laster they- wrote
1: the the planes movie which is kind of cool oh man <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you'd you think he could have done a better job, though. It's really not horrendous, but I think the problem is, like, it looks as far... I'm, I'm assuming the first one is better. Yeah, as far as it looks, it's some of the best CG that they've done at Disney Tune. Okay. Uh, but it's just such a sloppy and, and stereotypical story that they literally just kind of stuck Planes and cars and made it... Same-ish universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second movie actually is a little more of a unique story. It's a worse movie, though. Mm. It's a less compelling story. Um... Less compelling than a storyline we've already seen once. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't bode well. So, well, let's pull up the cast real quick. Yeah, is here. anyone in it that I know? I haven't seen it, so I don't know. So, for the Planes I and feel movie... I
0: feel a little bad for trashing a movie I've never seen, but at the same time, I don't.
1: So we got Dane Cook is Dusty Crop Hopper. Do you know Dane Cook? Mm. I've heard of him. Well, must have been cheap. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, okay. What's next? Uh, Stacy Keach, Brad Garrett, Harry Hatcher, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's uh, she's pretty famous. Priyanka oh, Chopra. She's famous.
0: Wasn't she? Wasn't Julia? Isn't she from um, Seinfeld? Is that what she was? on? I think.
1: Or am I thinking so, of someone else? I think so. I think it's her. Yeah, she was on Seinfeld. She's funny. I didn't reckon. Yeah, I didn't know, remember any of these voice performances being that noteworthy. Brent Musburger. Yes, Brent, Brent, Brent Musburger. <laughs> he reply replies well. Gabriel Iglesias is in it. Val Kilmer. What? What? He has a he has a cameo. Well, haven't watched it. Probably not gonna. It well, is... actually, you know, I might watch the first one. Planes, Fire, and Rescue. I had to watch for class. No way. No serious. It was for uh, was it Planet the it was for the disasters one or whatever the oh not geoscience in the cinema no yeah that's what it was geoscience, it was geoscience in, the Cinem- in the cinema yeah but the geoscience was like this like f- wildfires so the word st- the, the the unit was wildfires and this was he said the best about the best movie about like wildfires and how to fight them and yeah uh, well i will, ed harris is in it well i will trust your professor's
0: professional opinion
1: <laughs> well it wasn't a good movie i don't also don't see a ton of returners it looks like yeah so it's pretty much totally new uh, he learns that his engine is damaged and he may never race race again so he joins a fire and rescue unit to be trained as a firefighter or else his airstrip will be shut down Ouch. yeah it's not it's a it's a pump it out there see if you can make more money off of it kind of movie um, and I think because of it you mm. know so very shortly after they th- shut down they got a
0: TV series out of planes didn't they I don't think so I thought they did
1: did I make that up? No, they did not. Huh. JJ the Jet Plane. I love that show. I guess I'm just losing it. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, they did not have a they did not have a TV series. So, this was the second to last movie ever produced. And then and then And Tinker then Bell Tinkerbell Legend of the Never Beast. Legend of the Never Beast and then the announcement I guess was officially made in 2018. It was it had kind of been not doing anything for a while, but in 2018 the studio was officially shut down probably for the best honestly if you're going to make sequels you need to put the same amount of work in them that goes into the originals right <laughs> because you they i think disney realized this that and they need to realize this with the remakes as well is that people love these originals and they are actually a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Like the like some movies are like a part of my growing up. Right. And if I if there is canon that is added that takes away from the original, mm-hmm. it's just bad news. And
0: well, yeah, and it just it just plain sucks to watch a sequel that's not even close to as good as the first one. Right. You know. Right. Like I'm trying to think of a good example. I mean, a- Avengers is like. A saga, but like if you make, if you have Infinity War and Endgame as an original and a sequel, theoretically, right? Mm -hmm. You watch both and people have their favorites, but
1: they're pretty equal. Like Alex was saying last week with Aladdin and Jafar, like Aladdin for me is my number one favorite Disney movie of Mm -hmm. all time. Right. Thankfully, like it's been like I didn't watch Aladdin when it came out. This was more of like a thing that I I was watching Aladdin when I'm like 10, 15, you know. So I didn't even have to watch Return of Jafar, thankfully. But if it, if I was in his shoes and I was watching this when it came out and I was loving it when it came out, I would have been so excited for the sequel and then super let down. And it would have ruined, like, I feel like that takes away, seriously takes away from the original. Yeah. yeah or avoided it a lot of what happens is it just gets written off yeah like written away as if it never happened mm-hmm. yeah um I'm trying to think of I don't know cars 2 is kind of in that vein yeah for real like a, in Disney world uh I think when I went a couple of years ago they did a show called Pixar Live mm-hmm. and in this show they did music they played music with an orchestral orchestral.
0: You know, they had an mm-hmm.
1: orchestra up there playing the music from, like, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Cars, you know, all these big ones. And they played music from Cars 1 and Cars 3, Ooh. but they skipped Cars 2. I do feel like a lot of times Disney's kind of trying to forget that Cars 2 exists, and I'm appreciati- appreciative of it. Because it took away a little bit from who you think you know of those characters if you really right. love right. the yeah. Cars movies. So do your sequels well, or else people will revolt and probably hate you. Moral of the story. And they'll shut you down. And they'll forget your work ever existed. Yeah. So. Don't mess with these beloved films. Don't
0: be bad. Yeah, don't suck. Get good, kid. You know, Perry, do you know what the motto of
1: 4H is? Humble, hungry, hydrated, and another age. No, okay. So you're thinking
0: of the ages. There's a motto, and it's to make the best better. Okay. <laughs> And that is the mindset you should have when
1: making a sequel. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. That's the best thing you've said all day. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. What about when I talked about a goofy movie? But I expected that from you. No. Oh, this was true.
0: unexpected. True. <laughs> you see what I did there. Yeah. So, at any sequel maker ever, make
1: the best better. And, facts. And then cite the four. Man, this program. got real. Mm-hmm. This got real facts. I feel kind of deep right now. Yeah, we just like spoke into the hearts of it yeah like we, the studios know now how yeah to we're, do this. we are saving your careers yeah so if you want to hire me as a consultant feel free i'm available yep, if you want to hire me just to be your friend i'm in okay keyword
0: is hire, hire, higher that means paid we don't we don't work for free don't. <laughs> no, we are not unpaid
1: interns <laughs> uh, right uh well that was fun we did just go through all 47 disney tune movies in the last couple weeks wild i enjoyed it did you enjoy it more fun than i expected you expected it would suck like most of these movies? Did you think it would be poo? <laughs> <laughs> how, how many poos have you counted? <laughs> uh, I think a
0: half a lump of poo, honestly. Well, I think I was mildly intimidated. Cause oh, you I should had... have laughed at that. That was funny. But did you say a half
1: a lump of poo? Yeah, how much poo? I said a half a lump of poo. Uh, oh, gosh. Come on,
0: dude. <laughs> I think I was a little intimidated because I hadn't seen many of them, but now I'm kind of happy I haven't seen a lot of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, like, there's just a, there's only a, the problem is, honestly, That there's only a couple that are so bad that they're funny. True, you know, like Like some of them are bad and boring. Like a lot of these are so bad, uh, uh, like that they're cringy, and I don't want to watch them. But they're not bad enough that I want to laugh at them Mm -hmm. at how bad they are. Right, just a few. Like, I mean, Brother Bear two could be considered so bad that it's funny. Like when I watched it, I was like, this is horribly bad, but I was laughing. And then a couple other ones, like pocahontas 2 or return of jafar milo's return the ones that you want to turn off these are yeah those are so bad that they could be like funny bad i don't know milo's return will never be milo's return i will never turn on the screen ever again it's that bad wow cool beans all right now we're gonna fast forward a couple days to the point in time where wes and i have both seen saving private ryan And here we are to that point right now. And you notice our sound is a little different because we had to do this after the fact. But, uh, Wes. But we
0: but we will do anything to get our fans the information they need.
1: Absolutely. We watched this yeah. what, Thursday, it was. Uh, four I, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was your initial reaction?
0: Uh, it was long, <laughs> um, it was depressing and yeah that's <laughs> that's my initial impression
1: and had how had you seen it before I had
0: seen parts but I did not know what happened
1: okay yeah yeah I I think I thought that I had seen more of this movie than I actually had in... right I thought I had a much better idea of what was going to happen than what happened right yeah in my mind I had seen a lot more of this movie but I did not know that, uh, you know, everyone dies. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, l- literally.
1: Well, one of them didn't. Edward Burns did not. Was, I think that's his name. Oh, Edward, that, Edward Burns. The guy that we were saying was that, like, attractive guy that didn't seem like he fit with the.
0: With the, the group. With <laughs> the group,
1: yeah. <laughs> he seemed like he yeah, should be yeah. on, like, America's Next Top Model or something. Yeah, he lived. So, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, it is, it's is—it's kind of thought of to be as, like, a classic movie in the war movie realm. Genre, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know, I've seen a lot better war movies, especially recently, in the last few years, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, one thing that uh, our good friend Peyton said to me was, because he asked me if I liked it, I was like, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, but I don't want to watch it again. Mm. And he was like, it's a good war movie because war is that depressing. I'm like, well, I guess that makes sense. Didn't make me feel any better, but.
1: So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's super depressing. It reminds me a lot of The Patriot in that way, where all the characters that you love, because they're really good characters, well, a yeah. lot them, not all of them, but some of them, and, you know, everybody ends up dying. And so the people that are big fans of this movie will be like, oh, but it's war. So, like, you know, that's real. And, like, yes, yeah, right. but it's right. also a movie. And that's all right. And what is also real is that movies are more enjoyable when you have some kind of silver lining you can take out of it. Right. So, I I mean
0: they had silver lining
1: I guess. Well, they saved Ryan, Matt Damon? Yeah.
0: They did save Matt Damon.
1: I mean, yippie so, skippy, his three brothers are all still dead. I know. But I guess they do kind of try to make it look better when at the end and like he's old and he's lived his life. I guess, but even that was depressing, yeah. to be honest. Yeah,
0: I don't think I, I'll say it's a good movie because I think it was, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't. I don't really want to watch it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's a lot like The Fault in Our Stars, even though you didn't like that one that much. Yeah,
1: it's, it was. It's two hours and fifty minutes. Is the, it's that, a long one. Which you know, that's one thing. And then the acting is great, you know. But but even Tom then, Hanks is Tom great. Hanks, yeah. I would still not put it as one of his best. Like absolute cream of the crop performances. I, it's nah, me it's either. good. It's good, but it's not cream of the Tom Hanks crop.
0: No, it's not.
1: It's good. Like mm. I don't. I don't want people to think we're gonna just trash it. But what was going on with that? Like his handshaking thing. That was like a, a plot point. Like the whole movie. You know, and then they, and they never really and, told us what it was. Nothing ever happens. Ben Diesel's in it. He's gone early. Reminded me a little bit of like Les Miz The first time I watched Les Miz. And, and, like,
0: H- and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Everybody's yeah.
1: like, oh, don't worry. You know, I knew nothing about Les Mis at this point. They're like, oh, don't worry. Anne Hathaway's in it. She's good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know Anne Hathaway. You know, she's solid. So I Mm -hmm. watch it, and she's dead in 27 minutes or whatever it is, Uh, maybe a little more than that. But the movie's like two hours, 40 minutes, so I'm like, what am I going to do for the rest of the time?
0: Right, I expected to see – well,
1: I mean, this is
0: before Vin Diesel was, like, big, though.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, some of his big stuff started coming out pretty soon after that. This was 98. He had some big stuff coming out in early 2000s, so you're right, though. He was not a a household name at that point, but um, I think he had, like, Xander Cage came out pretty soon after that and that was as as terrible as the most recent xander cage movie was his first one were his first one was pretty good i guess
0: yeah yeah i mean it was a mess it was sad (laughs) i'm i was a mess i after like two hours i was like did i really enjoy those two hours i'm not really sure three hours even
1: (laughs) yeah i guess so coming down to, to rating it now uh on our hot rod scale on the hot rod scale of rating movies, uh, this is this was tough. I was thinking about it. I was like, this is a tough one because, like, in terms of like the quality of movie that it is, mm-hmm. it should deserve a cool beans. However, in terms of my quality of enjoyment of the movie and how, how my experience watching it, I would just say that you can scrape the joy out of it. life is pain, and we gotta scrape the joy out of it every chance we get. Yeah,
0: I'm going to agree with the scrape the joy out of it. Because it is
1: it is very Because you literally well made. had to. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, it's very well made, but you, this is this is the most literal that you can take that that ranking of a of a 3 out of 5, you can scrape the joy out of it because it's it's a tough watch. Yeah, it is. We keep getting some depressing movies, Wes. I hope we get more exciting. We're not we're really not doing great at this. <laughs> we need to pick another movie and hope that it's fun. How many fun ones do we put in our list? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I'm starting to think there might not be any. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna fast forward or I guess we're gonna rewind back to the day that we originally put this episode together and sign you out. Before we leave you, we just wanted to say that this is episode 24. Episode 24. And it's really uh, an important episode, I think, because it is the Kobe Bryant episode. I'm going to look up Kobe's stat line. Okay. Just like... Because I want to be happy.
0: I don't want to be sad about it. Yeah. And I'll pull it straight from the most reliable source on the internet, Wikipedia. Would you agree?
1: Uh, I was going to say Urban Dictionary.
0: All right. Kobe... (laughs) Kobe <laughs> Kobe Bean Bryant. That's right. I didn't That's know right. that. That's right. Kobe Bean. I did not know that. All right. So, Kobe is a five time NBA champion. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot of championships. That is a lot. That, that is a, a lot. Including a three peat and a back to back. That is all of the fingers on one hand. It is. Um, two times finals MVP in 2009 and 10. Uh, he was the MVP in 2008. 18 time All Star. Whew. I mean, LeBron's got 16, right? I think. I think so. That's a that's a bunch. That is a bunch. Um, four-time All-Star Game MVP. Gee, that's
1: important. <laughs> no, it's not. New no. Russell Westbrook, you chased the All-Star Game MVP like no one other. I want you to know. Well, I do think you're a great player. That doesn't matter. I saw a thing the other day that said Russell Westbrook is...
0: The most underrated and overrated player in the league. Oh,
1: thats that couldn't be more accurate, honestly. Yeah. He's he's so underrated with some of the things he does, but then at the same time, he's pretty overrated. Yeah. Anyway, back to
0: Kobe. Uh, back to the Mamba. The Mamba. 11-time uh, All-NBA first team. I feel like that's really hard to do. Oh, it's so hard. There's five of them. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was 11 times. He was second-team All-NBA twice and third-team twice.
1: So... West, more importantly... That was whack. Who Wes is your starting five all time? Is Kobe on that list? Probably without without. I think he, would, I think he has. Maybe to be. without positions. Say position list. I would five.
0: say without positions for sure. He's on there. Yeah. Yeah. Who else would be on there? LeBron and MJ. Uh huh. Probably Kareem and maybe like oh I'm thinking like by position
1: Larry Bird. Okay. Yeah would you most of those are the same era well not entirely but they kind of overlapped Kobe I think Kobe overbra- overlapped a little bit yeah I think LeBron Kobe and MJ for sure and then it gets a little murky I was
0: kind of thinking of Hakeem Olajuwon also Yeah but I don't I, know. that was just like a by position thing You could go
1: with Olajuwon you could go with Kareem Magic maybe You could go with Magic you could even go with like I don't know like a Tim Duncan even if you really wanted to be a little tr- little frisky True. with it Yeah Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, although a lot of people will tell you that like he dominated in an era where uh, people were very who's small. This is gonna be this is so embarrassing. <laughs> who's the who's the guy for the Celtics that won a ton of stuff in like the '60s? Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah, he was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Bill Russell might be on there. Honestly, that's we're, a tough one. That, that is a tough, tough one. one. I like I'd, my top five. Yeah, I'd probably let's see, add to those three with like, uh, I'd probably add with, <sighs> I'd probably go. <laughs> You're struggling there. I am really struggling. I am hurting bad. I'd probably go Shaq. Oh, I forgot about
0: Shaq. Shaq's good. I think you might have to give I know he's not like as important. We might have to give D Wade some love too.
1: Yeah, I put not in the top five ever. No, maybe no, you're right. I go Shaq and Dr. J. Okay. And Dr. J is more of a passion pick there. I think he he was quite he was the the like Russell Westbrook of his era. Or maybe not quite, but like just the really fun athlete. Like he was quite the athlete for that time period. But True. but yeah. Kobe Kobe was the one Kobe I'll never I'll never forget when he tore his Achilles and kept playing. And walked to the free throw line to make those free throws before walking off the court. Nobody walks off the court with a torn Achilles. Right. You're you're carried off the
0: court. I yeah. I one thing that blows my mind about Kobe is he has transcended the game of
1: basketball. Oh so much.
0: Literally anytime we throw anything, we just yell his name. Kobe. And
1: people do that without knowing who Kobe is. Right. You know? And China. Like we went to school where there's a, l- a large population of students from China, mm-hmm. and a lot of them play basketball in the, in the co-rec, um, and so I've played a lot of basketball with some, some international students and seen a lot of Kobe jerseys. Kobe, yeah. Kobe brought the game of basketball to China like no one else did, mm-hmm. so much so that they felt the need to build him a statue in Shanghai like... Did they really? Like eight years ago. Oh, I didn't like know it's that. It's been there a while. They love Kobe in China, and there's a reason, and I yeah. think that... His passing, um, unfortunate as it was, and uh, terribly tragic to hear that his daughter and all the others all, were on the yeah, plane. There there's seven well. others too. I think that's another thing. a helicopter, notice. yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's more information coming about that, uh, coming out about that every day. Yeah. But, but yeah. love him, love him or hate him, legal issues or not, he did a service to the game of basketball. Absolutely, and we're gonna tough, tough time remembering him. but We're gonna try to move past the sadness that was the death of Kobe Bryant. And remember him as the oh, man that he was, the great father and the great. He's a girl player. dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So rest in peace, Kobe, and, and thank you, for and your rest sur- in peace. Thank you for your service. Yes, and also rest in peace, Disney Toon Studios. So one passing sadder than the other. <laughs> yeah, one passing we're sad about, and one not so much. So, well, I mean, actually, I'm a
0: little sad about the passing
1: of Disney Toon Studios because like gave us a goofy movie. That doesn't mean there can't be a third, necessarily. I think if there was a third, though, it would be Disney television animation. Can we, like, make some calls? Well, you can call whoever you want. We're going to call Jason Marsden. That's what we're going to do. Yes. All right. That's what I want. We'll get him. Yeah, we'll make that happen. And Tevin Campbell. Well, guys. (sighs) On that one. We had a fun time, and we've got some fun episodes coming up as well. Yeah. Um, and we love you we've got a lot more disney coming up wow big surprise there yeah you if you guys don't like our disney content you should just tell us you should tell us and we will keep making it anyway um but we will change some things yeah so that's not all Disney. well um, we've got some good episodes coming up we've got uh we've got a disney song draft coming up soon we've got maybe a pixar draft some other kind of things we're looking at maybe sports movies uh sports ball maybe maybe another type of quiz show sometime but let us know what you want us to do what 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 are some topics you'd be interested in hearing from us? What should we rank? What should we draft? What should we banter about? And I was going to say that, bring each banter? other's necks out about. I don't know. Just let them know. And Let's until see. then, we're not leaving this room. So absolutely. So this chair is about to get a lot more sweaty. Sweaty. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think we're gonna have any problems. He's with actually poo. he's actually stuck to it. Gee, Did you right. just make another poo joke? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bother. once again please <laughs> let us
0: know how many times we said poo in this in this episode so until then perry stay hungry stay humble and,
1: and stay, stay hydrated